friends, welcome to another episode of Inquire Inside. My name is Landon Wietrich. Today we get to hear a voice we have not heard in a while, Mr. Braden Knobloch himself. We all know Braden as a guy who's always learning and growing, and I asked him if he would stop by for a quick conversation to see what he's been up to and what he's learned from this past year as it comes to a close. Before we get into this, just a reminder, a couple episodes ago I mentioned I will be retiring Inquire Inside at the end of the year and launching a brand new podcast in February. I'm really excited about this transition, and I'll be sharing more details very soon. For now, let's hop into this episode with Braden, and I'll be back at the end to close it out. Yeah. I mean, with four kids, I get woke up Yeah, pretty much every night. Yeah. I mean, there's not really a night I don't get woke up, but then this morning I just was woke up, and just my mind was racing. Okay. And so it's like, well, I can either lay down and try and fall back to sleep, which I'm still trying to figure that out. I don't necessarily know the best way to go about it, right? Because it's almost like at one thirty in the morning, it's like I can't fall asleep, but yet I'm not necessarily awake enough to be extremely productive some mornings. And so... I don't know. I try and find, I don't know what the best way to go about it is. I do know I've been, um, you know, one of the things I've been watching lately is just my, uh, uh, my Garmin displays an HRV monitor. I mean, it's got HRV monitor on it. And so, um, uh, that plus my oxygen, blood oxygen levels, plus my amount of sleep, quality of sleep, um, and then obviously exercise load, VO2 max, all of those things, right? And so one of the things I've been trying to do is learn from that, actually try to utilize that. <clears throat> yeah. And, um, but it's weird because not all the time do my readings, because now it's been reading effectively. I wear it all the time now, even through the night and uh, a chest strap when I work out and stuff to make sure um i'm you know really monitoring every avenue and um but but sometimes my readings don't dictate exactly how i feel Hmm. anyway my hrv status has been extremely low which um if you do any studying or reading on hr low hrv status it's uh, um uh has to deal with fight or flight mode right once you drop is that heart rate velocity? Is that what that is? Variability. Variability. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think it's just like, oh, I don't know, like uh, sympathetic nervous system, mm-hmm. paras, you know, parasympathetic, all that stuff. Like Andrew you and Huberman I, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I, I've listened to some of it. I don't know a ton about it, but it's like, well, now that someone's out there actually talking about it, I'll try and measure mine and see what it's up against. But yeah, um, <clears throat> it's my uh, third cup of coffee for the day already. But um, <laughs> anyway, back back to what we were talking about. I just try to figure out. Um, I don't know what to think about the whole waking up in the middle of the night because I know it's detrimental to the you know potentially to the rest of my day. Yeah, uh, honestly, I'm going to go to work. I know it's detrimental to the long, uh, to what I'm trying to do and build long term, right? Because it's like running off at three hours of sleep is sustainable. Yeah. 
right? And also running off of three hours of sleep plus a lot of caffeine, which is basically a drug, mm-hmm. will also kind of put you in this euphoria to a certain degree, right? Where <clears throat> you're not actually, I mean, you're in reality, but it's like, but I didn't know how to stop my mind, yeah. you know? And that's where last, it's like, I don't night. know how to, right, right. Like, I don't or know. Technically this morning. Right. I don't know the best way to uh, to go about it. Uh, I guess I, that's one thing I'm I'm still <clears throat> trying to learn. And obviously, the easy thing would be, well, don't get woken up in in the middle of the night. But it's like, yeah, yeah, I would like that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, so yeah, we're <clears throat> that's kind of where I'm. That's why I was up at one thirty because I was woken up at one thirty, and had too much on my mind mm-hmm. that I'm not surely I was, I'm not sure I was extremely productive from one thirty to till now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got a good workout in, but even my workout, I, you know, you fatigue a little earlier when you're running yeah. on low sleep and that kind of stuff. So you primarily train fasted. Yeah. Say that again. Do you primarily train fasted? Uh, yeah. I mean, I would say the only thing I, if you're talking about not eating, I literally, yeah, I will have a cup of coffee before my workout. Yeah, I'd say that's fasted. It's a, um, it's a challenging period in life. And, you know, I say stuff like that. Then I was like, what, what time of life is not challenging? <laughs> it's, uh, I think maybe where it's, there's the most, the most newness and adjustment that most of us will experience is right now when the kids are young and you're trying to get a career off the ground and, and really establish your future. I would say this is when the most is going on and when the most, the most learning is happening. And so there's going to be a lot on your mind. And then I'm going through the same thing you are only not, quite to the same extent because I have half the, the amount of kids that you have. But like Conrad, he he's uh, going on 10 months old and he still doesn't sleep through the night. He wakes up three times a night usually. And um, I, I honestly think he slept all the way through the night just once his entire life. <laughs> right. And may, maybe twice, once or twice. And... Uh, Cora usually does pretty well, or she has been doing pretty well with it, but she still wakes up from time to time. Either she's thirsty or hungry or just wants somebody to lay with her. past Mm -hmm. couple weeks, she's kind of taken a turn for, she's kind of slipped back into her old ways of needing someone to lay with her, and that's been actually challenging when you've already got another one waking up. So all that to say is I can't imagine what that's like times times two, like, you know, two times two. So I feel you, brother. And then when when you have the weight of work decisions and life decisions and family decisions really all on top of that, once you're woken up, like you said, your mind gets going, it's hard to shut it back down and actually settle your, your body back down and get back to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but like I said earlier, I'm, I'm still not sure. Maybe I would have been more beneficial to uh, lay in bed. Right. And try and fall back to sleep rather than just get up. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I gave myself, you know, roughly a half hour 
that didn't work. So, but maybe if I would have just waited another half hour, I would have went to bed, got an extra three hours of sleep, and then I've been running off a of six rather than three. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. What are your workouts looking like right now? Oh yeah, my workouts. Um, so Fridays, there's a group of guys that gets together over. Um, at one of our local chiropractors and they've got a gym in the back and they do CrossFit, right? Well, I've never done CrossFit in my life, but getting together with a bunch of other guys and working out, just kind of fun, get a little competitive and see what you got. Um, so yeah, I do CrossFit on Fridays and the rest of the days I'm just literally, um, because I don't have any really defined goals and, in the workout space or the fitness space i'm kind of just maintaining right so i'm just watching my vo2 max and and watching my my um basically my workout load and, and figuring out do i need more anaerobic training do i need aerobic training where am i at in those um stages in my cardiovascular fitness and that's basically all i'm, I'm focused on right now is just maintaining actually i'm building a lot of base through just a simple five mile, nine minute per mile pace, you know, four to five times a week, nothing crazy, nothing exciting, extremely boring. But, um, I continue to build a pretty solid base. Um, and will help me get faster when I do decide to approach my next goal. So, <clears throat> and, and the thing is basically like we had talked about earlier, the, the only reason that I work out is just to help me face the struggles of my workload and stress in general like that's the only reason i work out but i'm also in a place now where it's just like when the time comes and it's time to train for an iron man um i'm not starting from zero i'm starting from you know a top five percent in the vo2 max percentile so sure for my age so it's like that's just where i'm at right now is just kind of maintaining uh, and if, when life gets a little bit more stable, um, sure, maybe it's time to do an Ironman. So nothing, nothing crazy. The, the CrossFit honestly excites me, but the two different trainings are so vastly different. Yes. Um, yes. Um, the, the, the endurance versus the versus the CrossFit, at least in my own experience, are so vastly different. Yeah. Right. Like, so that's hard to again, Friday mornings actually somewhat, I would say hinders the rest of my workout consistency because it's so different. Right. But it's also like, where else do you get a group of guys together and compete and go all out? And honestly, I can do from, from a, a local standpoint, right. Just the group of guys that we work out with, I'm somewhat competitive only because my, only because I I'm in shape but I'm also much weaker than some of the guys there that are do CrossFit three to four times a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can keep up with them from a, from a cardiovascular standpoint, but not from a weight standpoint because they're stronger than I. Yeah. Um, so that's always humbling. Yeah. (laughs) Are you doing power cleans and stuff like that? And like, uh, like snatches and all that or. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cleans, snatches, a lot of chin-ups, a lot of, Yeah. Uh, burpees, box jumps, double unders, which I can't do a double under yet. So I literally have to take our jump ropes times two. Um, 
Yeah, there's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I joined the club on the double unders. I uh yeah, it's been a while since I've attempted one of those, but I know <clears> I couldn't <throat> do one right now. You're not doing those kipping pull ups, are you? Uh, kipping pull-ups, one of those. That's the one where you like kip, like where you kick your legs and to try to get up to oh, meet the bar. Yeah, yeah. You're doing yeah. those? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, it's it's a CrossFit movement. It's it looks it's a goofy. CrossFit movement. Yeah. It's it's basically it a is. cheating a cheated pull-up essentially. If we got any yeah. CrossFit listeners, I I might get I might get some <clears throat> some hate mail on that. But <laughs> well, the the way Jake explained it to me is is I guess. And he, I just, I'm not going to explain it word for word, but basically the guy, the inventor of CrossFit was the weight is weight. Let's move it as, as efficiently as possible. Does okay. that make sense? It. So he said yeah. a chin up. If the goal is to get your chin above the bar, you know, if the goal is to accomplish that, I don't care how you do it, yeah. but if you're going to do a hundred reps, just get your chin above the bar a hundred times. Yeah. You know, or whatever, whatever. And it's like, sure. well, I guess, sure, if that's the way or, yeah. you know. <clears throat> that's that's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Are, uh, are you still doing jujitsu? I know you're doing that for a little while. No, I'm not right now. No. Sadly. What's the, what's the story on that like? <clears throat> is that something that you're hoping to get? to get back into at some point or, or did you decide that maybe like that you had too much to focus on? Tell me a little bit about that. Oh boy. Um, yeah. So th we have two gyms and I'm, I'm literally red right in the middle of both of them, Mason city and spirit Lake, both over an hour away. Um, and so, yeah, I just didn't, I just with four kids, new job i mean new new business mm -hmm. um i i just literally it's not that high on my priority list although i love what jujitsu teaches the fundamentals of it the the art of it the idea of literally hitting roadblocks every day you know or every minute with other competitors is to me awesome and I don't really think there's there's another way around it. Or is there anything that I'm doing now that's a substitute for jujitsu? But I found it, you know, literally through one of the one of the homeschool co-ops my mom or my mom, my wife teaches with. Um, there is a couple families in the co-op that that take their whole family to jujitsu in a town that is uh, significantly closer, half hour away. So when the time comes. And I start taking my kids, my daughters, um, will probably join that gym. Hmm. Okay. Um, and go there. Um, but yeah, right now it's just how do I say it? it's just not it's just not a priority that we can act on right now. Of course. And that's and I'm not even trying to make excuses. Yeah. I'm not even trying to make yeah. excuses. I we're just it's just not that high in our priority list. Because if it was, we would do it. Yes. That's completely fair. And like you said, the fact that it was like a, like an hour drive and everything like that, it's, it's difficult to maintain. Right. right. You know, you had said, you made me think of something earlier when you were talking about the reason why you, why you work out, like dealing with the stress of work and so forth. I was listening to a Rogan podcast just uh, a couple of days, like it was like two days ago. And 
he was talking about why he works out. Now, for him, I think there's a lot of a lot of reasons why. But one of the biggest reasons that he said is due to the pressure that he has to deal with with being a celebrity, basically. Those weren't the words that he used. But just being being so well-known and being um, known everywhere, really, and being the face of, you know, he's he does, like, the, the UFC stuff, and you know, he has the podcast mm-hmm. and as a comedian. And <clears throat> so we, we often don't, us, us non-performers, us non-famous people, we don't, we can't really relate to the level of pressure that they feel. All yeah. the all the hate comments that they get, the criticism, or, or, or the articles written about them, whatever. And he said he believes for any type of famous person, that pressure is so difficult, you have to, in so many words, he said you have to like voluntarily do very hard things in order to make the pressure of fame be bearable in so many words. And so for him it's cold plunges. It's 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 the sauna, it's very hard workouts, you know, very very taxing workouts. And that helps him carry the the, the pressures of fame. And again, I'm using my own words here. These are like he's not he wasn't like putting himself up on a pedestal like oh like I'm I'm so famous and Everybody knows who who I am. It's just a, the reality of the position that he has, and i I think that makes a lot of sense. I can totally see why why that is the case. And and he talked about how young people you know, we could think about like the the Miley Cyruses and the Justin Biebers and stuff that got famous so quick. He talks about how it wrecks them because they're because it's so much pressure when they are so young. And for him, he talked about how it's been fairly gradual. Now he's in his mid fifties. And essentially more more popular than he's ever been, but still it's so so difficult for him, or just that the pressure is still so high. And um, I think that that's something that we can all learn from because we're all dealing with pressure to a degree, right? Some of us maybe more than others, but the fact of the matter is, is everyone out there is dealing with stress. And I'm not saying this to take away from what Rogan said. I think if anybody needs it, especially someone with fame does, but I, what I am saying is that those of us that do work out consistently, you, you and I, for example, we've experienced how much it has relieved the pressure and stress of our everyday lives. Like, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, and so I'm still learning on that aspect too. Like, okay, so how long should I exercise and, and exactly what manner should I exercise, right? You're like, saying to actually that, be a help to the, the stress or actually a stress reliever. Right. Yeah, right. Because there becomes, at least in my experience, it becomes also a detriment to yes. where like when I, you know, for instance, I was, I was, I was training for a marathon and then also, um, you know, just starting in the insurance world. And it's like, well, sure there also becomes a time where it's a detriment. Like it's like, yes, my workout needs to be so difficult that the rest of my day seems somewhat easy, but also at the same, yeah. <laughs> at the same point when you're training for a marathon and, and the rest is stressful, it's like every extra hour of working out that I throw on top is also making the rest of my day that much harder. Sure. You know? Um, so uh, trying to, trying to find that, that's that sweet spot for sure. But also, like the days that you don't want to do it 
right? And and you have enough self control and you have enough discipline to go do it anyway. Like then, at least for me, that's when I find out. It's like, yeah, that's where a lot of the benefits come from for me. Is like, no, I get to choose when, how, and so on and so forth. And then also that same temptation that comes when you're in the office and you don't want to make another phone call or send another email or whatever the excuse is. It's like, okay, that's fine. You get to choose. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, I would also, I mean, again, I'm not, I'm, you can look at all the data versus, I mean, statistically people that work out versus that, that don't, I mean, that it's overwhelming. So if you're, if you're doing it for no other reason other than statistics themselves, good job because they're very clear. Yeah. You don't think you're getting any benefit. You're lying. Well, I shouldn't say you're lying. If you don't think you're getting any benefit, that's fine. But statistically, you are. So, yeah. I mean, have you ever heard of Peter Atia? I think that's how you say his name. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, there, there's so um, mortality rates. He talks mm. a lot about that. Yeah, you, you can listen to some of that, okay. but. And I'm not going to throw out numbers because we know what numbers are. Yeah, exactly. But but go listen to some of his stuff. Okay. Um, and and that's like after listening to some of Peter's stuff, it's like, oh yeah, that's that makes sense. And although I didn't realize I was getting those benefits, but after listening to you know his study and his work, it's like, yeah, that that 100 makes sense. Um, this is off the topic, but have you ever jumped up? grab you know i know you need this for deadlifting but have you ever jumped up on just a straight chin up bar and held on for as long as you can yes okay what i'm curious what your time is on oh shoot i couldn't tell you i don't know if i ever actually like had someone sit there with a timer but i have yeah yeah, i i don't know what mine would be i don't i don't boy i don't know if i could hit a minute i don't I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, my, you my, can grip's, hit a minute. my grip's pretty strong these days. Uh dude, you could you could hit a minute. I know you could. Okay. Two minutes? Two minutes? That would be you should try it. Okay. Okay. That's that's off topic. Because after listening to some of Peter's stuff, I'm thinking so he's got very because weird grip strength. For, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, he uses what we would claim very weird matrix to measure the performance of individuals. Yes. And grip strength and is one, one of those. Is just, yeah. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I can, I, I mean, I, I can probably do 35 chin ups. And so I'm thinking, okay, one of the matrix he used was a two minute grip strength for 40 year olds. And that increases. <laughs> yeah. That increases as you get younger and yeah. decreases as you get older. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, yeah, oh boy, I, I have never tried it. Jumped up on the bar. Just me. Just me and my watch. Yeah. One minute, 30 seconds. And I thought I was in sh- I mean, I am in shape. And I, you know, I thought based off the amount of chin-ups I could do, that th- it would be no problem. Yeah. Not even close. Really? Not even close. Okay. 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah, pathetic. And so that's one of the things I started working on. And it, and it didn't hit me until I tried hitting that two-minute mark was like, this summer, I tried rock climbing, mm. wall climbing. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't very good at it. And I thought, mm. what is going – that doesn't make any sense. You know, I've got long arms. My fingers are, are long and skinny. thought, well, is that like – what's going on here? Like, and, and my body fat percentage 
you know, I thought, well, maybe that plays a little bit of a role. Like I was trying to dictate all these reasons for why rock climbing. It's like, well, I haven't ever tried it. You know, that's part. Of, well, here it is. My grip strength is just completely weak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You should go try it. I, I, yeah, you got me intrigued now. I'm not saying it's weak. Like 90 seconds, 90 seconds is still pretty good. Like I think two minutes is, that's a long time. I think it is anyway, a long time. I would love to see like what, like what percentage of men in our age category or in our age group could actually hit that two minute mark. Oh, so get a, get a load of this. You know, what's funny is like, and I'm not sure this even needs to be on the air, but it's hilarious <laughs> because it's like you, I, I, uh, you know, I get made fun of because I don't do much physical labor, like as far as on the farm anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so my friends make fun of me a lot because I, I've got keyboard hands, although they're still very callous because I work out. But yeah, but but like even my I'm not kidding you. I look at my brother's fingers or my dad's fingers and their hands okay. compared to mine. Mine are small, skinny. Yes, they're callous and they're beat up and they bleed sometimes. But like. My dad's fingers, I'm not kidding you, are twice the width of mine. I'm not kidding you. Seriously. And, and he's he's probably he's not even in shape hardly, probably, compared to like, you know, cardiovascular. But my guess would be he could jump up on the bar and hang around that 90 seconds. Sure. And never trained in his entire life. Yeah. Just because of the 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 amount he uses his hands during the day versus the amount I use my hands. Um Well, he's used his and, hands his uh, whole life. Oh yeah. Yeah, but even my brother, who's two years younger, has never worked out in his entire life. He's got thicker, meatier okay. hands than what I do. Yeah, and it's uh, it's 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 funny, <laughs> it's humbling, <laughs> but not that that even dictates anything. It's just well, it could play um, a role. Yeah, yeah. As as I was listening to some of Peter Peter Atia's stuff, it's like, oh, I wonder like why that makes sense. Oh, maybe this what you know how you start to make those connections. Sure. So. Yeah, that was a complete side tangent. So no, no, you're 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 fine. Uh, tell me about the your sauna and your your cold tub. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, again, I'm not giving I'm not giving any advice. So. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear listeners, it. Listeners, listeners, beware. But no, so I just started an LLC, and and basically. Um, the LLC is called better than yesterday. Okay. Um, okay. And, and, and the LLC is just basically, you know, a way for me to deduct these expenses that I plan on, on acquiring over the course of my lifetime. Right. But because I, I would like to slowly start and surely start investing in my own um, gym at home, mm-hmm. our own gym at home. The kids um, are getting older and everything. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, started an LLC and then and then uh, started buying a few things here there and just bought a sauna and and bought a cold plunge and and those honestly I and again I'm not going to give advice on this but if my real reason and my only reason I shouldn't say my only reason but my main reason was basically for dopamine release with those two things and the way that you can dictate and manipulate dopamine based off of heat exposure and or cold exposure. And then your body won't necessarily adapt to one. Um, you can get your body can adapt to cold exposure, just like your body can adapt to heat exposure, hmm. right? Yeah. But if you have both extremes, it's very very difficult for your body to 
to to heat adapt or cold adapt because you go from sitting in 39 degree water and then you go to 180 degree temp it's like that would be mechanical in order for your body to be able to adapt to that and so um yeah the main reason for those two was honestly you know, I did, I did the math and, and, and it's like, well, if I write how many more policies in the afternoon, do I have to write, um, um, you know, in order to pay for, to pay for these two. So, yeah, I, I, but again, if you want to, if you want to look into, uh, the benefits of dopamine and really the miracle of dopamine, um, like Andrew Huberman says, dopamine is, the motivation drug like there's no other way around it yeah so yeah so that's that's that so go look at andrew huberman stuff if you want to hear the 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 crazy statistics on dopamine do you think that wim hoff guy is is that his actual name wim hoff or like that's his last name Mm -hmm. or something did he is he the one that really made cold plunge popular uh i believe i believe it was kind of was kind of him but after listening to some of Andrew's stuff, I mean, they're pulling up studies from the 20s. Seriously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, from wow. the early 1900s of, of, of doctors, um, you know, experimenting with cold plunge and, and cold water therapy. So so is it like a like a hot, like do you have, is it like to the extent of like a hot tub? Well, it's, it's not a hot, like, like a jacuzzi with cold water or is it more like a horse tank? Well, mine, mine is just literally the plunge. You know, so if you Google the plunge, it's a company out of California. Oh, yeah. It's like a bathtub, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a big bathtub that okay. circulates water at 39 degrees. Whew. Yeah. Can you get me a discount? So that, can I? <laughs> um, yeah, I think there was a $50 referral friend discount. $50 off like 2000 3000 You don't have to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say. You can Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I just, yeah, I just know they're not cheap. That's my whole point. Um, but yeah, it's, no. it's basically like the size, maybe a little bit bigger than a bathtub. Right. And you're, so you're laying yeah. down in it. Yep. Um, I do think I have seen those now your, your sauna. Is that like a one person sauna or, or what is, what is that like? Yeah. So again, not a doctor, but off the little bit of research that I had done, dry sauna seemed to be the better option. Versus, versus a wet sauna. Infra- or, or, yeah, versus you- an inf- infrared sauna. Okay, okay, all right. So dry saunas heat the air, infrared heats the body. Interesting, okay. Um, and so based on Dr. Rhonda Patrick and Huberman, I had basically come to the conclusion that dry would be best for my what I was trying to accomplish. Sure. <clears throat> so it's a, it's a simple three person sauna. I looked mm. up different models. I had watched them for a little bit and then honestly Googled and YouTube. And one of the YouTube videos I was watching is like, Hey, if you're looking at this type of sauna, check out these websites. So I went on all these websites. We'll come to find out they were offering. <clears throat> uh, funny part is, we got a thousand bucks off a three person sauna by having a Costco membership and buying it through Costco. So, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It was cheaper. It was cheaper to buy it through Costco than what it was on new Haven's website. Really? So it's a new Haven sauna, okay. dry sauna, three person. Um, 
and I was looking and I just about bought it off of New Haven's website. And then, um, um, yeah, like I said, stumbled across this, this, uh, sauna review and the guy said, Hey, check out these websites before you purchase it. Yeah. So it's pretty legit. That's pretty cool. Oh I've, yeah. I've done some, some dry sauna in my day. We had, we had, uh, one at a gym that I worked out in the past, actually that I worked at in the past. Um, I've never, I've done, I've done cold showers before. Um, and I've done cryo, um, yeah, cryotherapy while I was, uh, prepping for, you're familiar with cryotherapy? Yeah, I've never done it. Highly recommended. Uh, it is similar, similar benefits and similar, a lot of similarities between that and, and cold plunge, of course, because it's, it's cold. Although like, it's crazy. You're talking, uh, it's like a negative, like negative hundred. So, but it's the air. You're not in water. You're, you're in air. Mm-hmm. And, um, in that, in that chamber. But I did, I did that leading up to my powerlifting competition. I did, I did that once a week and I really feel like it helped with recovery for sure. Just, just stiffness, soreness that really takes care of a lot of that. And I tell you what, you, you step out of it. It's very similar to a cold plunge. Like I said, I haven't really done like a plunge, but I've done cold showers. But the dopamine release, when you step out of that chamber, you feel like you're walking on air. You're in a good mood. You got energy. You're, you're stepping light. It's incredible. And you're only in there for, uh, shoot, two minutes, something like that, two minutes, maybe, maybe three minutes. But it's, um, yeah, and you're wearing like yeah. gloves I, I was just, you know, you're in, there in, in your boxers. I don't think I ever wore a hat. I, um, I think oh. I was wearing slippers and gloves and that, and, and boxers and that was it. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was great. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've never actually, we don't have anywhere around here that's got one of those machines. Um, so I've never actually tried it, but yeah, I've, I've, I've heard and listened to people talk about them very, yeah, very, very cool. A lot of athletes, obviously, are using them. Yes. Yeah. But again, in full, in full disclosure, it's not like I'm training for anything that requires me to need to rebuild, you know. Well, you know, but... like it would be very useful at some point in my day when I, I train for, um, you know, when I when I decide to do an Ironman or whatever. Um, yeah, it'll be awesome for that, right? And I'm sure there's a lot of unknown benefits yeah. or a lot of benefits that are happening just by just by doing it it is painful i'll be honest yeah it's really painful and it it takes a lot of will to like put yourself through it and that's the part that a lot of people don't necessarily consider is the the mental toughness that you develop from do you do the hot first and then the cold so or are you, or are you not honestly the only other? no honestly i'm not doing contrast there okay. too much just because okay. of the amount of time it takes sure like i'm either doing one i'm, I'm flipping the sauna on when i go to work out um you know monday wednesday friday is sauna days after my workout <clears throat> and then cold plunge i do in the afternoons on tuesday thursday and saturday so i try and hit you know each three times a week you know five minutes is what i'm at right now three times a week and then 20 minutes three times a week in the saunas is kind of what i'm at now but um, um, yeah, 
what was the question again? But yeah, it, it is hard. It's hard. No, I was just, just, I wasn't sure if you, you, you answered it. I was wondering if you did it back to back, but that, that makes sense. So on like Sunday mornings when I have a little bit more time, mm -hmm. right. I get up at four 30 and I don't go to work and everyone's still sleeping. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. But I haven't sure. necessarily seen, you know, abnormal benefits from, from that either. Yeah. Other than the shock seems to be a little bit more, but even then going from the hot to the cold. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> right. So we got like 10, 10 minutes yet here. And, uh, Oh I, boy, sorry. I've offered no value to your no, podcast. Of course you have. Of course you have. And, and really this is meant to be just kind of catching up with you. And, and I kind of wanted to, and I don't know if we can do this in the 10 minutes that we have here, but I, I, I think we can, um, you know, you and I, we had talked about back in, I guess, yeah, I guess it would have back like in January of this year, we talked about our, like, the plans for the new year and so forth. And really kind of what I wanted to hear from you is what has this, you know, we're, we're coming to the, yeah, we're, we're in December now. What has this past year taught you? Like, what, what have you, what have you really learned about yourself this past year? Oh, boy. That's a good question. Well, and you've, I mean, you've, you've changed jobs still in the same industry, but you, you've changed jobs. You've had a son. Um, you know, there's, there's been, mm -hmm. there's been several changes and so forth, but just, and, yeah. and again, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but it's kind of off the top of your head. Like what are, what are some ways that you've grown or some things that you've learned about yourself or about others? Yeah. Um, well, I would say the first thing that comes to mind and it's probably just the stage of life I'm in. And again, this is, this is for me, this isn't necessarily advice that I would give to others, but one of the things I'm observing even in my own life is like, um, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm realizing this at a very rapid pace is life does life only continually becomes more difficult as mm -hmm. the responsibilities we take on. Um, um, and so as life becomes increasingly more difficult, um, there's, for me, I've noticed at least right now, what I've noticed, I can either throw off responsibility or become stronger. Hmm. Um, and so there's, I mean, at least for me, what I, what I've noticed, what I've like been, been trying to do is just like, um, take the weight, take the burden, take the responsibility. And like Jordan Peterson says, carry it respectfully. Right. Like I don't like, do I need attention? Do I need motivation for carrying and accomplishing the things that I'm trying to do? Do I need affirmation from the world, from other people? Does my ego, does my ego want it? Yeah, absolutely. But do I need that? Am I willing to, as Christ would say, pick up my cross regardless of what's going on around me? You know, mm -hmm. that's, those are some of the questions that, that <clears throat> start, that I start to ponder like Lex Friedman um, I think that's how you say his last name. Yeah. Friedman. Yeah, that's how you say it. Friedman. You know, and I agree with him. One of the things he says is like, well, in the 20th century, as Nazi Germany was becoming haywire, be the individual that was completely against it. But it's not only that you are completely against it. That's technically easy. But what's hard is, is saying absolutely not and doing everything within your power to fight against that evil, regardless of what's going to happen to you or your family. Right. And so I've also really, <clears throat> I really like Ryan Holiday's books. Mm 
right? He, he just came out with another one, Discipline is Destiny. And I would recommend anyone who's listening to read that for sure. Say the name one more time. Whole, Discipline is Destiny. Ryan Holiday, he writes fantastic books. I would recommend, I haven't read a bad one of his books. I would recommend reading them all. Obstacle is the way, Courage is Calling, Stillness is Key, Discipline is Destiny, Meditations. He he did a spinoff of Marcus Aurelius. Mm. Anyway, I think, I haven't read that one, but I'd recommend reading them all. So this idea of like, if if you could accomplish a lot and never get noticed versus accomplish little and be in a paparazzi your entire life, right? Or, or fulfill the ego your entire life, right? And it's like, what actually makes the difference and what actually matters into eternity, right? Even from a believer standpoint, goes back to the fundamental teachings of Christ. And so <clears throat> do I live this out perfectly? Absolutely not. Do I work on this continually? Yes, that's, that's <clears throat> one of the things. So you asked me what I'm learning in 22. It's like in the year 22, it seems to be this dark reality of like, in order for me to accomplish a lot for the greater good of, well, in, in, in my circumstance, Christ for his glory or just the greater good of humans comes this idea that you may never get noticed. You may literally um, um, not only not get noticed, I keep bringing that up, but that's that's not even the avenue of it or that's not even the purpose of it. Just this idea that the battles you face and the standings that you take might go against the the cultural norm. They might go against the, the media, whatever, whatever, and you're going to get ridiculed and whatever, but are you still willing to do that regardless of what it takes? And so, and that starts just from the very beginning of starting to think on your own and read and learn. Right. So, well, what have I learned in 22 is just like, yeah, probably, probably that is just life. At least for me anyway, is life is only going to get more difficult and it depends on me how I'm going to handle it. I don't know. Is that, does that, that's not probably what you wanted to hear, but it's kind of where I'm at. It, it's not about what I wanted to hear. And then that was a, I feel like that was a great answer. I got, mm-hmm. I got a follow-up question for you though. You went through, you transitioned between companies earlier this year and it, it was a little bit of a rough transition and we don't have to right. just, just out of respect for, yeah, just your, your privacy and so forth. We don't necessarily need to go down that, get into that, the specifics of that. But, um, you found out some things about some, some, we'll say some, the true colors of some people that you thought you knew were revealed and right. it was somewhat, it was disappointing and it was eye opening. Uh-huh. What did that experience teach you about, and it doesn't have to be both, but did, did that, what did that teach you about others and the people that you're working with and then also about yourself? Um, yeah, well, there's this idea, right, that the more you open up and become vulnerable with people, it's also, you're also increasing your ability to become hurt by them, right? 
that's why you know mm. divorces can literally destroy people right yeah. and yeah and you know and and bitterness and anger can start to arise out of those relationships that have gone sour gone haywire and so um yeah what what it's done um i guess what it's done is it's just it's forced me to become stronger and to really you know cling on to those things that i know to be true and foundational because um when when you build in in this instance it was like a business relationship right and so when those things um go sideways obviously the deeper relationship you had with them the more you're going to be able to be vulnerable and get hurt right so yeah um probably just listening to my 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 heart or my stomach or my senses right when i'm in an interaction with people and especially being very careful like when you start throwing around i mean ownership or shares or being very cautious on how you throw around um uh, just just words in general right like this this idea of it does a person well and again it comes back to me so or it comes back to the question was what have i learned and i think what i've learned is like i ask questions and ask questions and ask questions and and i never rush to a decision sometimes decisions don't even have to be made just let the situation play out like like no answer is still an answer mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and so yeah i would say um and also what i mean by listen to your stomach or or listen to your senses is like sometimes we get caught up in this you know euphoria of like when there's new opportunity new ideas and there's there's big things on the table we can ignore subtle little things right yeah and it's like Red don't flags. ever do that yeah, don't don't ever ignore red flags, um, and don't ever rush in. And for me, again, this is this is for me. It's like don't rush into decisions. Other people have made a lot of money rushing into decisions. Good for them, but that's not where I'm at. Right? Sure. Like, um, it 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 doesn't do me any good. And so, yeah, yeah. And then also on the other end is just realizing that, um there's a lot I'm, I'm ignorant to a lot of things. There's a lot of things that I don't know. Um, but I would also say that everyone's that way. So even in different relationships, there's people don't know how to react to their emotions, to their, um, you know, and so, yeah, that's, does that answer your question? I don't know. It's like, I don't necessarily have, have, I haven't come to a conclusion on what I've all learned. I've just tried to live it out differently because quite frankly, the the chances that I'm going to fail again are extremely, extremely high. I mean, I mean, mean, that's actually inevitable because as I continue to do new things within my business or within, like I'm going to continually fail and that, that doesn't mean I just chalk it all up as a loss. I just, I learn from it and, and move on. Yeah, there's some things that we can say that yeah, we've learned from this, learned from that, but 
I, I think. Well, you, go ahead. yeah, you're also right. You're right. Wisdom also plays like you can't just learn something by reading in a book. You've got to live it and work, yeah. you know, and, and actually live through it. And I would say, yeah, that is very true, because regardless of how many books I've read, you can't you can't feel the emotional pain of what it's like when, you know, if someone threatens to sue you. Right. Like, you, you don't like you can read that in a book and think like, although this is how I would handle it. It's like, yeah, OK, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, no, there's all sorts of different uh, lessons, but but a lot of them can only be learned once lived. Absolutely. Very well said. Very well said. And just but, we're every, every experience you're learning. And, and the frustrating thing is, is you might have, you could have a similar experience later on and you try to apply what you learned last time, but this this new experience ends up, ends up being a little different. But but I, I do think typically it will be hopefully easier to handle and have a better outcome due to the, the previous experience. It might not be identical. The situation might not be identical, but what you learned prior can still be applied. And my whole point in saying that is we're just continually learning. We'll, we'll never have it figured out. We'll never have just learned it. Okay, now we're going to do this right every single time. That's the point I'm trying to make is that's never uh-huh. going to be the case. Is we're, uh-huh. we're going to be still winging it to some point every time and continually learning how to be better at it. And it's, it kind of goes back to that white belt mentality. Have you heard, heard that reference? White belt mentality? No. Just basically, no. you're, you're always the new guy. You're always... Yeah. Never assume that you have it figured out and that you graduated. Never assume oh, yeah. that. Always had that white belt mentality. Right. Like I'm just getting started. I'm, I'm, you know, still green and still being be willing to listen, be willing to learn from others, and don't assume that other people can learn from you and that's it. You've got to be willing to soak up information from others and stop and listen to them. Yeah, you're exactly right. Because the the thing is, is like, uh, also. I understand that people are the most important thing that we have in our lives. And so, yeah. you know, avoiding, avoiding relationships doesn't do you anything, but isolate you. Exactly. Exactly. But doing it with the proper boundaries. So what, what have you, I'm curious what you've, I got, I got a hot to a meeting. Is, I, I got a hot right. to a meeting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fine. We'll, we'll to, catch up later. We'll have, we'll have to catch up on that another time. Uh, but hey, okay. thanks so much, man. I appreciate you taking the time this morning. Seriously, this is—I am sure the listeners will be glad to hear your voice and see what's going on, going on in your life. And but uh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> no, it's 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 been good. Um, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you. Um, appreciate you calling. I'm glad it worked out. And and again, um, let's continue the conversation, not just not just on the air. I love it. Thanks, brother. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, you too. All right. Shout out to Braden for the awesome conversation today. It's always a pleasure chatting with him, and I wish I didn't have to run so we could keep going. Be on the lookout for information on the new podcast. I'll be posting something on our Instagram page very soon, so make sure you're following us there. While the podcast will be changing, I plan to keep the same Instagram page and change the handle so you all don't have to go follow a new page. For now, you can still follow us at Inquire Inside. As always, thank you all so much for tuning in today, and I'll catch you next time.